episode of Nerd Parents is brought to you today by Chore Monster. Chore Monster is a web and mobile app that makes chores fun for kids. Now available on iOS, Windows Mobile, Kindle Fire, and Android. Sign up for your free account at choremonster.com. Welcome back to Nerd Parents. This is episode 34, and this is the podcast where we come together every week in a positive space with a group of friends and parents to discuss parenting in a nerdy world. Just a friendly reminder, every kid is different, and so are we, so please do your research and find out what's right for your family. I'm your host, Nicole Spagnolo, and I have a little boy named Mateo who is almost three years old. Um, I'm going to be saying that for probably the next month because <laughs> his birthday's in October. Um, and we always have a great group of parents. And, and in fact, this is, I don't think we've ever had a two-person show. Eric, you're you are with me today. And uh, Carrie is off doing parenting doing things. whatever she's doing. Hello. Being super mom. <laughs> right. Uh, for those who don't know, my name's Eric. Hi. Uh, I have a one and a half year old named Thaddeus. And I have a seven, almost eight year old. Named Colette. She's her birthday's in October as well. That's, so yay. yeah, should be good times. October's Oct- I good. I love October. It's I think it's, I think it's my favorite month. You I got really Halloween. Don't. You got uh, Usher. Uh, I have to make a confession. I've already started decorating for Halloween. Nice. <laughs> I said, well, it's, it's fine. I've been having to hold my wife back to decorate. She as soon as it's October first, she goes nuts. Yeah. I, it's, everything's everywhere. And I, I don't mind. I like it. It's fun. Yeah. Well, we we had a rain day here in Phoenix. If you haven't been watching the news, um, there's a huge storm just going across uh, the United States. And we got like three inches of rain, four or five in some other areas in an hour. That's, that's it just a lot. Dumped. <laughs> it just And so we had an equivalent of a snow day for the kids. Oh, like, right. oh, yeah, I saw you posted a picture or a video of, of Mateo running yeah. around in the water in your yard or something. Yeah, yeah, our backyard was completely flooded. Luckily, I mean, there, we were fortunate. We didn't have any damage or anything like that. But there was there were a lot of areas. Um, the interstate, Interstate 10, was completely flooded in one area. And there were Jeez. cars, like, submerged. And that's the interstate, right? So it's like, whoa. So I'm like, I oh, would we'll just stay home. We'll just hang out and yeah. have a have a have a uh, a quote unquote snow day. Yeah, <laughs> stay in uh, hot chocolate and <laughs> uh, sit by the fire and play video games. Exactly. Well, and that made me want to decorate for Christmas. I'm like, what oh, is yeah. wrong with me? It is September, and I wanted it, like I it just put me into this mindset. I'm like, wait, no, that no. <laughs> Too no, soon, don't too let soon. any party poopers get you down. If you want to decorate, decorate. Fun's fun. <laughs> now get into the spirit. Have some fun with it. And I think it was, I think moving to Phoenix, which is a very warm area, it makes me long. Like, I don't m- miss living in cold, snowy re- weather. I, I really don't. No. But I miss the feeling of it, the the um, the essence, I guess, of it. Sure. And no, so... I- I get that. I, that's one of the things I'm I'm happy about where I live here in Salt Lake. Um, we get all the seasons, and I I love the snow. I love it. Well, until about January, <laughs> but yeah. up until that point, yeah. it's just lovely. I don't even mind uh, shoveling the driveway. It's just part of the whole experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think we might have to start going up north um, and doing like a little winter vacation so Mateo can experience the snow. 
Oh, you guys should. Yeah. You guys can make. Uh, has he ever built a build a snowman? He's never seen. Thing? He's never seen snow. Wow. Yeah. Really? I mean, where would we? There wouldn't I be guess, anything here. Yeah, so. I guess that's a good point. It's not so unusual, <laughs> but um, when you when you grow up here, like I do, when everyone anyone says I've never seen snow, it's just kind of mind boggling yeah. to us. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember. So I grew up in Missouri, and. Um, I have a cousin who lived in Florida, and I remember as a kid the first time they visited and was the first time they had seen or she had seen snow, and I just was like, "Wow, that blew my mind!" So it's it's kind of weird that uh, <laughs> I've created the same situation for Mateo, but we'll, we'll we'll have some fun snow days. Sure. Yeah. So um, before we get started. Um, I announced at the last show that we have a uh, we now have a way to support nerd parents, and I just want to say a big big thank you to uh, another supporter of the site, Keith Hicks. So Keith is another um, supporter of Nerd Parents. Um, we're kind of creating a we're trying to do more with the site and keep the site up, do some different things like product reviews. In fact, we. Uh, Eric and I were just talking about product reviews before we kicked off this uh, show. So I think um, we're going to be doing more and more. And I know Carrie's been writing, I think, a book (laughs) (laughs) about her experiences um, with uh, the hospital stay that Eden had last. So I don't think that she's posted it yet. But when when she does, um, I'll be sure to put that out on our our Twitter account, which is twitter.com slash nerdparents and then Facebook as well. Um, and it's facebook.com slash nerdparent. So if you use any of those social media options, yeah, it's, we're pretty easy. I think, I think I cornered the market in nerd parents. Right. So, so well, thank, thank you, Keith. Yes. That's awesome. Keith, you rock. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I get a little clumped when, when it, a little, right. I'm like, oh my gosh. Some people are so nice and, and, and generous. Well, it's and they want to see amazing. the show go on. <laughs> and, right. And it I does. think. That is definitely how we keep this going. So, um, let's see. We got some ups and downs. Right. Eric, you have a few few ups and downs for us? Yeah. Well, it, it's only been a week, so yeah. nothing major has happened. I don't have any huge ups to talk about other than the fact that, you know, we're all still here. We're happy. We're healthy. We're alive. Our house is still standing, and the earth is still spinning on its axis. This is all good. <laughs> These are all good things. Um, but so, But nothing, you know, no... Big thing well, has happened. Actually, something really big did happen. Happened what? yesterday. Destiny oh. came out. <laughs> yes, this is true. Um, <laughs> oh, wow, that yeah. is. He is super excited. About <laughs> He's a, yeah. He's a big fan. Um, yeah, that game is super great. And you're playing, right? We're both playing. Yeah, I've been. I, I'm. I've already leveled up quite a bit. <laughs> do you do you play when Thaddeus is asleep, or do you just play? Because I mean, there, I do. I do both. Yeah. Um, I've uh, I've I've got a little playpen down by where my PS4 is, and uh, he thankfully usually doesn't mind hanging out in there, and and then he'll often go to his nap. Like he has one nap a day usually, mm-hmm. and I've been trying to have that happen downstairs near the TV, so we can I can get some Destiny time. Yeah. yeah. So um, I started playing last night, and um, I, I said on our Twitter account, I'm like. I really hope Mateo goes to bed easy so I can start playing Destiny. <laughs> oh, right, right. Because, you know, he's almost three, and I don't necessarily... And he he really wants to be involved in games, so mm-hmm. he'll always go to my PC and want a game. And 
I have certain games that I've kind of said, okay, these are good, like the Lego games and things like that. So we're slowly getting into more game. He still, of course, isn't, he can't figure out the controller, though I'm going to give him more opportunity to try it. And he's fascinated with video games. He loves them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I just, I wonder you know, how much I should expose him. You know what I mean? Right. Like, well, with a game like Destiny, there's no, thankfully, there's not like there's any blood. Right. There hasn't been any, there's no um, uh, profanity. Right. There's no mature themes other than the fact that uh, you're in this real, this science fiction future world and you are, I guess, shooting guns, which. Yeah. That's. Debatable. That's what it is. Yeah, that's debatable. But at the same time, the context is very much not real world you're not right. in a what you could see in your world around you people don't look like people you don't look like you're shooting people like in call of duty or something mm-hmm. and, yeah because they're uh, kind of robots I and mean, in fact you do yeah. shoot a lot of robots these little hover robots that yeah yeah those are, little buggers are yeah. annoying um but uh so yeah it's hard it's 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 a kind of a gray area there but it's definitely no call of duty it's not yeah. that kind of violence it's like it, it, you know, it def- it's made by the same folks that made Halo, and you. De- right. I definitely feel Halo in it, but I also fe- it feels like Borderlands, and I just I don't know. I'm loving the world that they created. I, I'm liking the story that we're going down with the whole, yeah. the darkness and what what is it? The uh, it wasn't the Guardian. It was um. That's what uh, we are. Oh, the fallen. No, so the fallen are is what the darkness creates. Okay, right, yeah. and I think the what, what's the um is it the guardian that is there? Oh, you mean the the cre- the traveler? Yeah. Oh, the traveler, the traveler. Yes, that big orb hanging yeah. over the city. Like, it I w- is a really cool mythology they mm-hmm. seem to have created there. Like, yeah. I want to know more about. I do too. How this fall came and and where who the traveler is and where it came from and. And how it can do what it does and the ghosts and all this. It's its really fascinating. And I guess my point is I really wish Mateo could work a controller because I would love to play this game with him. <laughs> oh, I know. I was thinking that too. Um, I i wish Colette could play this with me. And I've still – I've decided um, even though it's not a violent shooter, I still just don't feel right having her play a shooter game. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean, when she's older, she can do – that's fine. And I'm, she's not too far away from being mature enough to understand that this is a fictional game and this is the context that we're doing this in. Um, and that's probably only a few years away, but I'm still – I'm still like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I want to put a, a controller in her hands for a shooter. So I mean, she, she plays a ton of games, but um, never a shooter yet. I, you know, I think about, you know, kind of how I was raised and um, wondering if I, I just remember being very young and like, see, like, for instance, watching Friday the 13th. Right, right. And I was probably in second grade when I watched oh, wow. that. Yeah. Wow. So, and it didn't damage me or anything. Oh, you're fine. It scared the crap out of me. And, and sure. it, it, I think in the end it created for, um, for a while there, I had a, a strong, like, um, desire to watch scary movies really? when I, when I got older, like I loved scary movies, like in my middle school and high school years, I've I've kind of grown out of them because I don't like where the horror genre has kind of gone now because yeah, it's more 
torture porn, yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't like, like seeing... any of that stuff. But like the old, like the 80s stuff, you know, yeah. the, that's, I don't know. But I guess my it's, point is, I just, yeah. you know, I don't, I, I'm trying to find a balance of what's right for my family and what would be appropriate because I took Mateo to a Halloween store when he was off for the rain. So mm-hmm. I was like, what are we going to do? I'm supposed to be working, but now I got to figure out something to do with Mateo because to keep him from going stir crazy in the house. Right. And I was like, buddy, you want to go to a Halloween store and pick out your costume for Halloween? He's like, yeah. Well, those spirit Halloween stores, they have tons and tons of costumes, but they also have a lot of spooky displays. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like scary, like... <laughs> girls crawling up walls and little dolls that turn their heads and yeah yeah and yeah. so we went there and he of course that's what he was fascinated with that's right. all he wanted to do <laughs> and i'm in you know i'm i'm in there and he's not being he's not afraid he's not scared by it and so as we're going up to these different displays i'm like oh that's silly i'll be like that's so silly that's fake and so i'm telling mm-hmm. him as he's seen it he's laughing and there was one <laughs> there was one that was like a little doll and it was on like um wheels kind of like a like a um whatchamacallit the, the vacuum cleaner the robotic vacuum cleaner <laughs> Oh, so it was on something like that that was like spinning it around, and it was like a remote control something, and it would like recognize when it would hit a wall, and it would turn around and go the other oh, way, like a Roomba. Yeah, Roomba. And he he's looking at this doll, and he's just like fascinated. I'm like, that's not real, buddy. That's fake. And I right. go, it's silly. And he looks at me. He goes, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way that thing. He's like, let's get out of here. And then he's he's running through and he's laughing. And I was just like, because I was questioning, should I be bringing him in here? And well, it sounds like you're doing a lot of what I've been trying to do with Colette for a while. Is I've always been trying to, whenever anything like that, we've had similar experiences Mm -hmm. at Halloween stores comes up. I try to uh, make sure to instill the context of the situation right. as a baseline. Like, clear, you know, this is here for fun. It's for silliness. When the reason, you know, and I even try to explain to her why people go to scary movies, mm-hmm. or at least as best as I kind of un- can understand it, is because it's a safe way to flirt with the feeling of danger yeah. and of, of being scared, which is a, is a visceral kind of emotion and you don't want to feel it for real because you don't want to be in right. danger but to flirt with it in this safe place like a movie is an experience that can be thrilling so and, and i think and, kids want to i think kids want to explore those feelings right right yeah. i mean they're humans so yeah. of course they do and so i keep i've always been telling her casey this is real pretty silly a lot like what you said and still to this day she always always asks me about just about anything. Is this real or is this, did they make, or like, did they make this in a computer or is this mm-hmm. real or is this real footage kind of a thing? Yeah. So, so she's always kind of questioning whether or not things are real. So that's good. Know. That's good though. Yeah. That I she, want, she I does want a that. little skeptic. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want him to ask why. I want him to, um, I mean, even now, there are times I, I'm guilty of thinking that Blair Witch was real. Right. Like the way they promoted that movie. It's convincing. It was very convincing. And I saw, I went like the day it opened. It was before it was leaked that it was, you know, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. not real. And that was kind of the kickoff of that whole found footage movement. Mm-hmm. And it's really kind of hard, I think, for young people um, to to kind of define those lines. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's difficult to grasp why people would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult to explain. The, but that was a really effective movie. I, I liked that movie. <laughs> um, Blair Witch? Yeah. I hate it to this day. Oh, really? Like, it freaked me out so much. Like, <laughs> you have no idea. I, yeah, it got me, too. I was, I was living in uh, D.C. at the time. I just moved there, and, and I had never lived anywhere than where I grew up. So, and I got lost on the way home and I lived by myself and it just, it was bad. Oh, look, a little pile of rocks on the way home. Look at that. Lovely. It was so bad. The corner thing still to this day, I don't like it when they spoof it. I just, I don't know. It just (laughs) brings up bad memories for me. (laughs) But I guess my point in all of this is that I'm trying to kind of figure out my way through video games, through movies, for Mateo, because I don't want to be too restrictive, but I also don't want to be too free. I And I don't know. I, I almost feel like yeah. we analyze everything too much. Oh, we do. Yeah. And that's, I don't think, I think that's our cur- our curse as parents and uh, as nerd parents mm-hmm. in this modern world that we live in. But uh, I, I think you're doing, well, I hope you're doing the right thing because I'm doing the same thing. You know, I, <laughs> I don't want to completely shield her off. Yeah. I want to keep her relatively safe. But there's a world out there she's going to have to deal with. Eventually. So yeah. I, yeah, so I got to... <laughs> crazy people like my son are going to be out there. And so I got to try to prepare her in some small way for this weird experience yeah. we're all enjoying. And that includes scary movies and silly video games with crazy whatnot. So What's, what's the... Um, there's a website out there that will um, tell you it goes through it's a media website and I'm blanking on the name of it. It's, oh, it tells you like what's in the media like specifically? Yeah, and it oh, it know. rates it um uh, maybe parental media uh yeah, I'm I'm not, gonna, it doesn't surprise Oh, it's me called yeah, here it is. It's called commonsensemedia.org. Oh, okay. And they do game reviews, they do movie reviews. Um, they, they go through all the kind of popular culture and give you kind of the lowdown of where this may fall, like what age group. So like, for instance, what's on a, uh, on their homepage, new on DVD, Captain America, the winter soldier, they're saying that, um, the average age group of what's appropriate for this movie is 13. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, now, now I feel, you know, a little bad <laughs> that, it, that I, you know, I'm experiencing this with Star Wars with Mateo. Um, he is fascinated with the Star Wars world. And I'm just hesitant to kind of bring him into the movies because I think they're a little too mature. But what we are doing is um, doing Lego Star Wars movies with him, which sure, he's really sure. enjoying. And he knows the characters and C-3PO and all that fun stuff. So, right. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Don't feel bad. I mean, I mean, they they're giving that thirteen as a general guideline. Yeah. They don't know your child. Jeez, <laughs> he is um, very chatty today. Yeah, he's, he's, he's no, no, no. It's okay. I think kids. Um, I know when Mateo was that age. Whenever I would speak, he would want to speak along with me as if he's talking to me. Because because yeah. to, to him, it's just. Hey, we're doing this. It's just sound. 
so he wants to participate. <laughs> yeah, it, we, we, this this uh, past month or so, he has hit uh, like the peak ge- uh, babble time. He is just babbling all day, <laughs> just talking all over the top, all over the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what was that, I saying? No, we were just talking about that common sense media. Oh yeah, I mean they don't know your specific kid. No, and so yeah, it's fine. It's a good baseline for, if you're yeah. not even really sure where to start. I think that's probably a good place to start. Um, so Cola hasn't had a chance to to play any any games, and she's, she's been no, that's poor kid. She's been busy with school, and she uh, a couple times this week during school she didn't finish her schoolwork oh. at school. So I sat with her after she had done her homework and helped her finish up that extra work because I'm a mean dad and I'm oh. making her – I think it was optional, but I wanted her to yeah. – I was trying to like teach her a lesson about work ethic and whatever. Right. Uh, no, that's good. I mean um, – So yeah, she's she's been caught up with other stuff. Um, so she hasn't really played anything new. She's got a few – a little bit of gaming in here and there, but nothing nothing new, not much. Is she <laughs> – she probably doesn't care that that uh, Minecraft is being sold to Microsoft. No, she. I doubt she does. <laughs> that's, that's very strange to me. But okay. <laughs> I saw that. And I'm like, wow, two billion dollars. A lot of money for Minecraft. I mean, it's surprising to me, though. It kind of, you know, did you Not see the? But did you see the tweet that he made two years ago? Oh, that yeah. I retweeted. Yeah. And it was like he named his price and it was two billion dollars. <laughs> it's like Microsoft's here you go, two yeah, billion dollars. Like finally went through his archive tweets and like, oh hey guys, did you see this? We could just for two million bucks. <laughs> you said it, we're we're gonna give it to you. <laughs> That's what you asked for. <laughs> um yeah, it should be interesting to see what Microsoft does with Minecraft, yeah. huh? Very strange. Uh, as long as she can still play, I'm sure yeah. she, she I doubt they do anything that I'm sure it'll be fine. I don't know what they're going to do to it. But we'll see, I guess. And she had to go to the dentist again. I know she had a rough time the last time. Was it any better? Well, she's going. Uh, oh, she's uh, going to go. Yeah, uh, on Friday. Okay. Oh, look, Thaddeus found a noisy toy. Give me two seconds. I'm <laughs> okay. going to turn it off. <laughs> well, what I'll, what I'll talk about is my up. Um, we've had a number of people write into the show about sleep lately. And, and in fact, we got, I got a tweet and an email from S. Brian. And I, I wanted to read it because I feel, I, I mean, I relate to this email and to Brian so much. Um, and he says, good morning, Nicole. I apologize for the length. I'm tired and I'm rambling. My daughter is seven weeks old. The seven weeks now, that's seven weeks now with only a few hours of sleep every day for me and my wife. Right now, we're working in shifts. I, 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 I'm with you, Brian. I did this too. Uh, we both work at the same place from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. When we get home, I scoop dinner into my face and dive into bed and try to get some shut eye. And my wife stays up with Amelia. Rebecca, my wife, is pumping every three hours to keep up with the demand and, ha- and have a little leftover for the freezer on a rainy day. Except her sleepy, sleepy time from a little after midnight until 6 while I stay up with the baby. 6 a.m., he says. I would... I would be getting about five and a half hours myself, save for the fact that Amelia doesn't want to settle down for Rebecca, only for me. So when she decides to melt down, I have to wake up and deal with that. Oh, buddy. Um, She only sleeps in very short spans and is a leisure feeder. She'll take three to five ounces over the span of a half an hour and then fight sleep, usually loud, for an hour or so and then sleep for an, an hour. 
during my midnight to 6 a.m. vigil, I take her far away from the house, uh, in the house from our bedroom so my wife can get some shut eye. Uh, you mentioned blackout curtains on the show, so I've added those. I've pulled the floor uh, light from the room, put tape over the lights, uh, over the CPAP TV and TiVo. Tried a white noise generator, but that didn't seem to help. Any advice you can give would be great because I'm worried I might fall asleep and lose a finger in the mi- mm-hmm. in the miter saw one day soon. Uh, S. Brian. So, oh my gosh, Brian, you're like explaining, you're describing my first three months. Um, my husband and I, we slept shifts. Um, and I can tell you this. Uh, we were doing it wrong. (laughs) Like we were doing it way wrong. And I think we were um, hung up on Mateo not crying. Like we didn't want him to cry. So we were just with him all the time. And it wasn't until I hired, we hired a sleep consultant to come in and evaluate our situation that we realized how, how off we were in providing Mateo the right environment for sleep. So um, my up for for my week was um, Mateo getting back into a normal sleep routine. We tried, we've, we've, we had a regression and that's, and that happens. It just happens. You know, they might get sick and they might fall back to old habits. And that's kind of what we had with Mateo just recently. So um w- we went back to basics. Um, and when you're dealing with a newborn versus a toddler, it's a totally different kind of space. Uh, I think I, I recommend it to you, um, the book, The Baby Whisperer, uh, because I went through probably a set of four or five different books, and they all talked about the theory of sleep with, with uh, babies. And being a new parent, I'm like, I don't care about theory. I need, I need some hard, fast guidelines. Like I need someone to tell me what time to do this, what time to do this. I need answers. I need it. I needed someone to literally hold my hand through that process. And that was what was great about the sleep consultant because she came in and I called her the baby bully because she put some hard truths into my face and it, it made me cry. I mean, I was miserable, but it was what I needed. I was so caught up in fear of having my first child. And I don't know, I just, I needed that to be kind of, conf- I needed to be confronted on it. Sure. So some one of the things that we were doing was um, we had Mateo, his crib out in the living room and in, in, in like the playroom area. It wasn't, it wasn't completely dark. Um, we were also, he wasn't completely swaddled well. So we switched to, from like the Velcro swaddles, we went to the, the miracle blanket and tight. I mean, like to the point where I'm like, whoa, that tight. And she's like, yes, this tight. So we went to that. Um, also just, um, in the baby whisperer book, they have this method called the shush pat and depending on their age that may or may not work. So there's a number of things in that book that I really, because I didn't want to be hardcore. So the reason why I called that woman the baby bully, because she came from the method of at seven o'clock, you put the baby down and you walk out of the room and you don't open that door until 7 a.m. the next day. And I was like, no, Mm. I'm like, no, 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 I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. 
I, but I found for me, I found a balance. I found kind of a, a mix of it. But, and I will say Mateo had to cry to, to get to the point where he was okay being in his room alone in the crib. But I also wanted to kind of, I don't know, be a gentler kind of experience. So I did a number of different things and I finally found something that worked for us. And I'm not saying this is this is going to be your answer, but I will tell you that it takes time. It is not you put a sound machine on and a miracle your baby sleeps. It's just something I found that anytime I made little changes for Mateo, it would be like steering a boat where you just kind of turn it a little. And that's yeah. and that's how it works with sleep. It usually for Mateo is like three three or four days before I actually saw the effects of what I did prior. It was weird. So um, do you have any suggestions for, for Brian here? Uh, it sounds like you covered it pretty well. We, we thankfully haven't had too much of an issue with uh, our kids. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, Thaddeus woke up last night, but that's not normal for him. He just happened to have a serious diaper situation going on. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, thankfully it wasn't, it's never been, as a crazy big struggle, but it, there, it's not like it just happened like that. We mm-hmm. just like anyone else, we had to start to figure out what works for us, what works for our kids. For Thaddeus, he does like the white noise, and mm-hmm. for a while, without that, we were struggling to get him to go to bed, to stay in bed, and that started to help after time. Yeah. Um, also, trying to plan out um what he how how he eats mm-hmm. like the timing like if we put him to bed with a very full belly that seemed to help help too we would dream feed did you ever try dream feeding what is that so you put the baby to bed so we would put mateo to bed about seven and by the way um brian you're in the phase since your daughter's only seven weeks it's supposed to be this hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is normal this is normal um it wasn't until i don't know later maybe he was in four or five months is when we tried the dream feeding or maybe it was four yeah um but you put the baby to bed you know and then it was around 10 o'clock i would go in lights completely dark Mm -hmm. adjust your eyes and then i would i would pick him up asleep and put the bottle in his mouth Mm, and he would eat and he would just go the first time we did it, we're like, do we do this? This is not going to work. And it totally worked. And it, it would then sustain him for, I don't know, till about 3am, 4am. I'm like, ah, you know, to be able to get him to sleep through. So that kind of started that pattern of being able to sleep longer Mm -hmm. and you're getting into a habit. I mean, we're all kind of, our sleep is, is weird. Um, I now wake up because Mateo had been in a really rough patch for the past month to where he was waking up at like four, four thirty five. Now I am waking up at that time automatically. <laughs> I'm like, so That's I'm like, I need to fix this. I don't want to wake up this early. I woke up and I'm like, no, I need to go back to sleep. <laughs> right. But we get into our habits, right? So that's, right. that's what babies do as well. And it yeah, takes a little while. Yeah, you build that habit. Yeah. Um, it takes time to wear the, to, uh, to, for that to kind of set in. Yeah. So, so um, I, I, you know, I hope you get your sleep soon. 
it it's it's rough. God, I feel I feel for you so badly right now. Yeah, yeah me too, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully a few of those tips um, helped. Again, the baby whisper was what helped me the most. Was kind of reading that and kind of finding the balance of how I want it to um, still attend to my son, but also myself get some sleep without being so rigid. So, um, but like I said, um, Mateo, he regressed. I mean, it happens all the time. I mean, you may think you're like, oh my gosh, we're in a great routine. And then your kid will get sick and then you kind of fall back to rocking or things like that. And then it takes a little time to work back. And we were having a really rough time lately with Mateo because he, he's been getting up so early and we're having a hard time with the nighttime put down too. And we were kind of resorting to rocking. And I mean, I love spending time with him, but I need him to be able to put himself to sleep. So we started, I started doing the, if he gets up, I'm not saying a word. I just walk him back to his bed, walk him back to his bed. And so, so not last night, but the night before I did it three times and Mark did it like five times. (laughs) Of walking him back to his bed. Mm-hmm. And he's using every excuse in the book. I got a t- I have a booger. I need to blow my nose. I need to this go is, pee. Yeah. And, you know, you tend to them, but you don't say a word. Do what they ne- they want, and then back to bed. Yeah. And so last night, I put him to bed and walked him back twice. And then on the third time, he's like, I, my eye hurts. And so I'm like, okay back in bed got him a washcloth I came back with a washcloth he was asleep in his bed uh-huh. i was like victory it only i mean only three it was only three times versus the almost 10 times the night before so like i said it takes time it takes consistency and eventually ain't, ain't, who knows tomorrow it might take tonight it might take another 10 times but again no crying, and, and it was just a more positive experience for for that uh, nighttime uh, good night routine. So, oh, uh, buddy, that hey, is. Would you like a song? He may want a song. Oh, let's have a song. Um, so we, on occasion, uh, feature some uh, kids' music, and I've been meaning to feature this this band for a while. And in fact, I used to work with one of the of the musicians in this band and it's a band called sound zania. You can go to soundzania.com and listen to their music and they specialize in just, you know, fun kid music. And I thought I would play a song from their website so you can get a taste of it. They have songs like the bus ride pancakes. Uh, the one I'm going to play is a song called crazy uncle. <laughs> Uh, Because I think we all have a crazy uncle (laughs) here and there. So this is Sound Zania. And um, again, check them out. They have some fun music. Um, They have a a floor standing bass. So you'll you'll, you'll hear some of the the, uh, musical instruments as, as you're listening to the song. So here you go. Here is Crazy Uncle by Sound Zania. Sings. My crazy uncle does lots of silly things. My crazy uncle tells me funny jokes. 
My crazy uncle is weirder than my folks. I got a crazy uncle, I bet you got one too. My crazy uncle, I love you. My crazy uncle likes to tickle me while I am singing and bouncing on his knee. My crazy uncle is my crazy friend. My parents say I'm just as crazy as him. I got a crazy uncle, I bet you got one too. I got a crazy uncle, how about you? I got a crazy uncle, I bet you got one too. My crazy uncle. I love you. My crazy uncle took me to the zoo, put me on his shoulders and bought me ice cream too. We saw a panda, goofy as can be. He must be crazy like uncle and me. I got a crazy uncle, bet you got one too. I got a crazy uncle, how about you? I got a crazy uncle, I bet you got one too. My crazy uncle, I love you. My crazy uncle, my crazy uncle, my crazy uncle, looks like you. My crazy uncle. Crazy uncle, my crazy uncle, my crazy uncle, I love you, my crazy uncle, my crazy uncle, me and you, my crazy uncle, my crazy uncle. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's still going. Oh, it was still going. That's all right. <laughs> they found the percussion room. Yeah. So, uh, Soundzania, check them out. Fun, fun music for kids. Um, we uh, also, since we were talking about video games, I had come across a Forbes.com article uh, discussing a new survey on how video games impact children. Mm-hmm. And um, it was. I don't know. It was kind of, uh, I guess the the article, the the basic premise of what it boiled down to was that they looked at game time for kids and how it affected them, <clears throat> and they found I think it was three hours is kind of the after three hours it goes down, <laughs> like the uh, what's it call it? Um, Their engagement. Yeah. Or? Well, it just. It, is gaming healthy? So, oh, and then okay. they define what healthy is and looking at problem solving, social mm-hmm. behavior, life satisfaction. So they, they kind of defined what healthy was. And they're saying that um, compared with non-players, children who typically invest less than one third of their day, daily free time showed higher levels of pro social behavior and life satisfaction and lower levels of uh, conduct problems, hyperactivity, peer Peer problems and emotional symptoms. Um, uh, let's see. I was just scanning. So they're suggesting yeah, they're three saying, hours is a good... Well, they're saying that that's kind of like the cutoff time. 
That sounds pretty darn reasonable. Yeah. I usually don't let Colette go more than just a couple hours. Yeah. I mean, there's been times. And they're course. saying that after three hours, that's kind of where um, it becomes as, you know, bad play. Like, they get more agitated mm-hmm. and frustrated. I, so. I have seen my daughter quite <laughs> – she gets very agitated at times at video games. She's mm-hmm. She's got the nerd rage. She's got it very, very <laughs> big time. Yeah, so it says, um, still don't let your kids play games all day long. Results from the current st- study show that children who spend more than a ha- than half their day daily free time playing video games show more negative adjustment. As long as the kids play three hours or less a day, things are fine. But a go over, that's when things kind of change. Well, that that makes me feel good. That's yeah. about, that's a, I mean, we, she usually doesn't get up to three hours a day. Um, actually, recently she's barely got any, but, um, I guess on average she games maybe at least maybe an hour a day. Uh, and then I'll, I'll usually try and get her doing something else if she's got some free time, mm-hmm. whatever else it might be. Yeah. I, what, I, I, the study itself is cause it just came out, I guess the study came out a few weeks ago. Yeah. It was in end of August. Um, and what they're saying is, you know, what does this actually mean when we're looking at kids and gaming and how we feel about kids playing games, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, some people look at it like, oh, they're just wasting time. I mean, I remember spending tons of time uh, playing my, my NES. Sure, and, sure, me know, too. Problem solving. I just, I thought it was like a big puzzle. Yeah, just, there's, yeah, there are there are definitely some good. Um, if you think about it, uh, without the stigma of oh, games are just waste of time for kids that some people seem to have a hard time getting out of, you can see the beneficial side of video games: the problem solving. Now there are social aspects to it. There's a lot of creativity that happens in video games. Yeah, um, one of the final thing, kind of what you were saying, Eric. Um, it's not a what they stress in this article is that it's not black and white. It's not a good bad kind of thing. So most parents that are maybe for it or against it need to kind of re- reconsider the approach mm-hmm. of how they view it. Um, this good bad, good versus bad, more moralistic approach might be comfortable, but it all it also seems to be out of joint with the kinds of critical thinking skills that we consider to be in the best interest of our children. So, I, I posted this on my Facebook page because I know I have family that are like, "Oh, games," and I'm like, because <laughs> it's not it's not black and white. It's no, there's no, it's there are positives to this, and like with anything. There, you have to weigh the benefits. You have to look at the kid. You know, some kids may get overstimulated after a, a, three hours. So maybe it's only an hour for them. Right. So I just, I think to blankly say one thing is bad, it's it's a bad approach to it. Um, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, so I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes if you're interested in checking out the study. Um, it was recently published in uh, Pediatrics, the official a journal of the American Academy of Pediatrics. So it it's it's nice to see these kind of studies happening and and I mean we're also seeing gaming happening more in classrooms. I remember right. reading a whole article about a teacher that used World of Warcraft with his students. 
Really? That's uh-huh. cool. Yeah. I'm like, I want to sign up for that class. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Anything? Oh, I wanted to mention um, a member of the Frog Pants Network, uh, Stephen Schleicher, over at Major Spoilers. Uh, we talked about Halloween. Well, every year they do a costume contest, and you could enter and win an iPad Mini. Dang. So all those apps we're telling you about, you could go over there, enter the contest. As long as Bill Duran doesn't he's, enter, he's we're not we're, allowed. We're all in the running, okay? Um, so if you go over to Majorspoilers.com, there's a link in the uh, sidebar on the right-hand side that says Major Spoilers Costume Contest. Enter today. So it tell you all the information about the costume contest. I entered a few years back. I mean, it's just fun because you'll, he's going to collect all the entries on, on like a couple pages and you can go through all everyone's costume. Nice. So, um, you need to, okay. So here are some of the things that you need to make sure all the entries are due by October 10th and you need to send in five pictures of yourself in this costume. So, I mean, it's a way to kind of make sure that he's getting legit, you know, costumes right. here. Right. Um, and so there's a whole set of um, entry criteria on the, on the Majorspoiler.com website. Sounds fun. Does it's he so take like, uh, 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 costumes of kids, you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he does. I mean, he himself, he himself has two little boys. So um, I, I'm really – I think the kind of costumes that usually are sent in are kind of from the, the Dragon Con um, – comic-con type um sure places but i I think any any costume should be sent in so it's a fun time and ipad mini yeah that's a nice that's a hell of a prize that's a great prize so majorspoilers.com all right now let's get over to family game night okay um i don't have much i don't either (laughs) i don't either it's colette's been busy with school yeah um Mateo found uh, I found a a new app for Mateo to help him trace his letters. Oh. And he's really been enjoying that one and uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Of course I should have put it in the show notes. But it <laughs> but it's really fun because as you're tracing it has letters, numbers, shapes. So he's getting better at just kind of tracing you, things. So you just trace the letter and then it goes, "Well yeah. done." And it, it you know, it does like um, butterflies or coins, and then after oh. he's done tracing it, he can shake it, and all the coins drop off the letter, oh. and then he can put them back. And there's some fun little things. So he's been having fun with that tracing uh, app, and I'll find the the name of it and put it in the show notes. Um, there's like a light version, so there's like a free version, so you can try it out. And um, then there's oh, it's called Writing Writing Wizard. Writing wizard. Writing wizard. Kids learn to write letters and words. Oh, yeah. There's a word component to it as well. So small words. So like bed. And so he can trace all these words. And uh, yeah, it's a fun. He's he's enjoying it. It's cute. That's great. Yeah. And it's educational. Educational and fun. Edutainment. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> we also got an email from Matt. Uh, he says, hi, Nicole. James told me to get a hold of you. He's looking... Uh, he was looking at one of our clients and said you would probably be interested too. I want to introduce Animal Jam. Animaljam.com 
one of the fastest growing destinations for kids to learn, play, and connect with other children on the web. Next week, the company is announcing some major milestones. This, I got this email a little long, so uh, a little while ago. So uh, this is probably all you already rolled out. Um, it looks cool. Yeah. I'm looking at the website now. It looks pretty great. Yeah, it's uh, National Geographic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and oh, the, I forgot to unmute myself. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, National Geographic noise. Sponsored by National Geographic Kids. So if you head on over to AnimalJam.com, um, I wonder is it? You know, I bet Colette would really dig this. She has a lot of fun with uh, PBSKids.org. I've yeah. talked about that on the show before. It's just a bunch of little games and fun stuff with cute little characters, much like this website oh God, seems the, to have. Oh my, the art is adorable. Yeah, really, really cute. The, it is a paid membership site. So okay. um, for one month, it's $6. Six months, it's $30. 12 months, it's uh, $57. So I wonder if there's like a free trial. If they're not, if you're listening, you need to have a free trial. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it says right uh, right here, free. Play oh, now. Sweet. So you can create. I don't know how long it is. I, I need to sign up and see. Uh, I'm, yeah, see I'm going to have Colette have a look at this. And I love National Geographic. Um, yeah. Mateo's really starting to get more into animals. He roars like does, a lion. Does he watch? Um, oh, what, why am I blinking on the show? Oh, uh, Wild Kratts. Yes, he Wild loves. Kratz. He loves Wild Kratts. So does Colette. Oh, I love it too. I know that song, the theme wild song, Kratz. so well. <laughs> wild, wild, wild Kratts. Yeah. And she's always telling me, "Hey, Dad, did you know that a fox can burp, 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 burp?" I'm like, "Oh, I did not know that. That's cool." I wonder. Wild Kratts is streaming, isn't it? Yeah, it's if on Amazon Prime. I think it's on both that and Netflix. Oh, you're right. It is. It's on Netflix. That's where I. Amazon Prime. Let me just double check. Um, Wild Kratts season one. Oops. Yeah, Wild Kratts. Uh, yep, it is on. Uh, yep, it says this episode is free with ads. Oh, so yeah, it's wow. The first five seasons are, is streaming on Amazon Prime. Nice. That's a fun, fun show. They go through. I think one of my favorite was the uh, when they were a squid. You see the squid. the squid episode where they turn because they turn into the animal and then he goes down deep. Right, the big squid. Yeah, that was a fun one. I don't remember that one because I <laughs> sometimes I, I I confess I tune them out. <laughs> I'm looking at my phone or Am something. Am I the only one like, watching this stuff? I think I watch it more than Mateo. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Animal Jam and Wild Kratts for your animal fixes. Cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got a couple of emails in our solicited advice section. Um, <clears throat> since we're talking about video games, I thought this one was appropriate. This is from Megan. And she says, hello, I just wanted to let you know of the family-friendly video game movie called Press Start. And it's available to watch free online. And she has a link. And it's uh, neonharbor.com slash title slash press dash start. Okay. I'll just I'll just put a link in the show notes for you if you want to watch the movie. Um, for those trying to instill some good old fashioned nerdy nerdery into their children, it's a pretty solid choice. If you haven't heard, Press Start is about an average suburban kid who must save the video game world from the uh, tyrannical but childish <laughs> evil sorcerer called the best video game movie ever made by Destructoid.com. Destructoid. This, yeah. Um, this geek. 
fantastic parody features three-dimensional characters, two-dimensional physics, and a one-demented villain. Um, dun, dun, dun. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. It's called Press Start. And right on. I have to check it out. Sure. And there is a DVD, so if you don't want to watch it online, you can just you can pick up the DVD. So head on over to neonharbor.com and check out a cool video game movie. I love you. Did you speaking of video game movies, did you watch uh, Video Game High School? I think I've seen it on Netflix, but I have not. Or is that on Netflix? It is on Netflix. Okay, I, yeah, I yeah. thought I sounded familiar, but no, I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. Um, it's a funny kind of concept for uh, a movie, and it was kickstarted, and um, it was originally released, I think, as a web series, and then it was re-edited and made into a, a full full-length movie. Yeah, video game high school, and you can find that on a. Uh, uh, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Ooh. So it's a fun, you know, kid has, <laughs> has skills. It's, it's, it takes place in the future where video games is treated as, I don't know. It's not like a sport. sport. Well, like it's a sport, but it's also like a career and like there are celebrities. So, and there's some tongue in cheek humor in it. And, uh, I started watching. I'm like, oh, this is cute. So it's more for uh, not kids, like little kids. It's more for like teenagers. Like Colette might even like it. So Mm -hmm. okay, cool. I'll have her. I'll have her check it out. Check it out. Video game high school. Uh, All right. We also have an email from Shane. Uh, He says, "Hey guys, I know you'll probably not be able to get to this for quite some time, but you guys are one of my go-to sources for awesome parent stuff. I was looking to get the tot clock." which you recommended in an earlier episode, and I can't find them anywhere. I was just wondering if you had other similar recommendations. We're having quite a battle with my three-year-old at bedtime. Um, so Shane, yes, wrote What's this. What's that in. talk clock again? I forget. So this is what I'm using with, with Mateo, and I wanted to bring it up in the, in the episode because he's right. I can't find it anywhere. Like, it's out of stock. I don't, like, what happened? I don't know. Hang on to that talk clock. I know. So what it is, it's a it's a clock that has five different lights on the top. So you have you have red for kind of like your timeout calm down period. You have green for playtime. Oh, I remember. You have now. yellow for awake time. You have a light blue for nap time and you have a dark blue for um nighttime sleep. Mhm. So I've been using this with Mateo for a while. And we've, you know, at first it kind of worked and then we kind of got out of the habit of referencing it. But just recently, um, and this kind of ties into the whole nighttime routine working again, I've been actively talking to him more about it because I need to get him to stay in his room till six o'clock. Like, I don't care if you wake up at five o'clock. If that clock still is dark blue, you do not come out of your room. <laughs> Stay. And so Stay. I, I like like last night I'm I'm I was talking to him like what does what does what does blue mean? Night night. What does yellow mean? Awake. 
okay, when it's yellow, that's when you can come out of your room. So I, I make this a habit that I talk to him every mm-hmm. night about the clock so he knows what's expected of him. Nice. So when Shane told me these were sold out, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh no, because I, I recommend it all the time. So I can't really recommend that one anymore because I can't find them either. So I wrote uh, Shane back and um, I gave him some alternatives that do very similar things than that. So there's one called Teach Me Time. And it gets really good reviews as well. And it's a different kind of format. But it has the same color combinations with, where the colors mean certain things. So when if you use these types of devices, I mean, you can even get as low-tech as, I think, Samantha Jane had, all she did was she put a timer, like a little nightlight switch on a timer. And mm-hmm. when, the, when the timer got to a certain time, the light went on. And that was Will's kind of cue that, okay, I can get up now. Sure. So sure, that makes sense. So you can do kind of modifications of the system, and um, depending on their age and kind of their understanding, you can kind of work it into your nighttime and awake time routines. So the Teach Me Time Clock um, is an alternative to the Talk Clock if you can't find it. There's also another product from the UK, and you can it's it's called grow clock gro um you can buy it on amazon but it's going to have the um the uk plug so you have to get an adapter for the for the u.s outlets those are usually pretty cheap yeah and it gets great reviews too and it's adorable uh so i'll put both of the links in the show notes if if you are in the market of kind of looking for a way to kind of give the kid a visual clue of when they need to go, when it's nighttime and when it's daytime. Um, I've, I've been having pretty good luck with it so far That's in, great. Co- in combination with our whole routine. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so Shane, I hope that helped out. Um, if you <laughs> sounds like you're having a similar battle that I'm having been having with, uh, with Mateo. So maybe also try try the the method of of if he's getting up try that method of walking walking him back and not talking back to bed. It's it's, it's the eternal it's, parent struggle. It's yeah. the kids, the sleep, the bed. It never ends until mm-hmm. they're like seventeen, and then and then <laughs> and finally they'll yeah. go. Or I don't know. Well, it was I think it was when I was in my teens. Early teens was when I just wanted to sleep all the time. And my parents couldn't get me out of bed. Right. No, five more minutes. (laughs) Um, We also had an email from Michael. And he says, hey, guys, I wanted to drop you a line and let you know how thankful I am that this show is around. A little backstory. I'm a cancer survivor, leukemia. I was diagnosed in college, got treated, and have been clean for over 10 years now. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I. I always knew I wanted to have a family, and one of the possible side effects of chemo is that the natural ability might be taken from you. Anyway, my wife and I decided to start trying a bit ago, and lo and behold, it looks like we're going to be parents. Fingers crossed, all goes well during pregnancy. I've been listening to the show and picked up parts that seemed really interesting to me. I laughed my butt off during the Terpster episode. Well, <laughs> you know what? We're gonna have to have. We are gonna have to have him back. Definitely, he's having a baby. He's having a baby. Uh, he's gonna be a dad in the new year. So I definitely want to have Terpster back on the show. Uh, with this recent development, however, I'm going back through the archives and listening to every second. And I really appreciate the good and bad viewpoints presented without the scare tactics or righteousness that makes the internet terrible at times. It, it It's still a little early for me to be uh, telling friends and family, but 
your, but your, uh, oh, it's been like having someone to talk to about what's going on. By all rights, I feel like I should be freaking out right about now and about how our lives will be changing in the very near future. Um, Oh, when did he send this email? (laughs) Uh, It seems, however, that much like Yoda warned Luke, he would be afraid to, he would be afraid, yet he still (laughs) wanted to be a Jedi. Uh, Your show has shined light on how tough times things will be, but you can still get through it. Thanks for doing what you're doing. I'm sure it's therapeutic for you guys just as much as a great prep tool for me. And I feel like it's helped me understand a little more of what my wife's been going through. Keep up the great work, Michael. Oh, Michael, I hope everything's going well. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm real glad that it's may helps him feel like he's not alone. Yeah. I, That's, I love that aspect of the whole podcasting thing. Me too. Um, we, I was talking to Eric before we started recording this show. And I think one of the things that we're going to start doing, uh, because we, we've created the great group, and community of parents kind of to support one another. Um, I think because we talk about so many varying topics, because this is like, like you said, this is kind of like therapy for us even. Totally. Um, so you're in on our therapy sessions as we're yep, kind of in. talking. But I think what we're going to do is, um, and it's going to take me a little while because I'm going to create a um, one topic episode series. So I've already started kind of building up um, the show notes for them, but I want to create like a topic called the sleep episode, um, mm-hmm. the the bedtime episode. <laughs> so, because I know when parents are looking for information that they want to just kind of have one place that they can go to. So my idea is to kind of have me and try to find experts based on the different topics. So if you're listening to this and you have like, if there's a, a particular topic that you would just like to spend a, a 30 minutes, because that's why I'm, I'm hoping to keep it around 30 minutes uh, about that one topic and v- get very concise information and resources for people. Um, and it'll be varying because like I said, we talked about this, not everything works for everyone. So to know your options and based on kind of the situation that you might be in, these might be kind of a, a good separate series that I, we'll have I, from our I, daily show. Yeah, yeah, it'd be so cool to listen to you talk to somebody really get deep down and dig into a one issue for, yeah. I mean, we only have so much time on a, a normal episode. We have to move on to other stuff. And, but if you have someone who really knows what they're talking about or has a lot of experience yeah. and can spend half an hour really getting into the thick of it, that'd be, that'd be super great. I, I really wish the woman that wrote the book, the baby whisperer, um, she, she passed away a number of years ago. Um, but I wish I could talk to her cause I would thank her like up and down. Like I just feel so like when you start getting into the realm of sleep, I I was willing to pay a lot of money for someone (laughs) to help me through that process. Right. It's when you don't get sleep, it's ugly. It is crazy. Oh yes. And, uh, and that's why I think, you know, if you make a product (laughs) from, from a, a uh, baby product perspective. I mean, I had everything. I had every type of rocker. I had every, I was looking for any, any answer. And I was just trying it all. Uh, and it was just out of sheer desperation. So hopefully we can, we can create an episode that might give you, maybe save you some money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and give you. Well, it's a, good. Yeah. So don't waste all your money on those devices because they don't really work. 
<laughs> There's a few of them that might, but yeah, for the you most need that part. money. Kids yeah. are expensive. Holy crap, yes. So, Jeez. Michael, thank you so much for writing in, and please write in again and, and tell us how you guys are doing. Um, all right. So I think that does it for our show. Okay. Yay! Yay! <clears throat> um, I'm sorry about all the noise. Oh, that no, is, no, that's our... Hey, this is real life, wild. right? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently I'm parenting while I'm podcasting. I'm podcasting parenting. <laughs> um, we just want to thank uh, the sponsors of this episode, Doghouse Systems. You can use the code NERD and get a free upgrade of 120 gigabyte solid state drive if you're looking in the market for a gaming computer. Unfortunately, Destiny is not out on the PC right now. I think the the no. what is it? 6 months from now is kind of what they're That's the rumors. That's I've the heard. rumor. The rumors it's it's yeah. coming eventually. So, you know, prepare. Get your, dog, get your doghouse system now. For <laughs> Plenty of good stuff to play on your doghouse before then. Exactly. Um, and, of course, uh, choremonster.com. You can head on over to choremonster.com if you haven't already. Uh, I think I'm getting into that area where I might be – I think I'm – Mateo – Putting the boy to work? Yeah, my uh-huh. – He likes to help. Like, right. he really – like, he really – like, his when he's – acting out like his behavior. If I bring him in and, and get him involved in what I'm doing, like mm-hmm. I was making uh, French toast and I'm like, buddy, will you help me stir it? Like he was getting ready to melt down. And just by doing that one thing, it just, I, yeah, nip- I nipped it. I nipped it in the bud. <laughs> that's totally, it totally works for me too. Yeah. I had Colette help me cook. Uh, I was making some artichoke dip last week and I had her, Helped me put all the stuff, all the ingredients in. And she was kind of uh, in a mood before then. Mm-hmm. But by the time she was done, she was just like, thanks, Dad. That was fun. What's yeah. next? I'm like, well, you're done. <laughs> but she wanted to keep helping. Yeah. So I'm finding my little helper. So Chormas would be fun to, to use with him and uh, and kind of integrate that kind of reward system in, in play. So. Sure. Uh, also, thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for letting us broadcast the show live. We try to do this every Wednesday uh, around 10 p.m. Mountain Time. <clears throat> and if you want to connect with other nerd parents, you can head on over to forum.myextralife.com. And there is a section for nerd parents, and there's questions and people talking. So it's fun little fun little place to be. And, of course, we have our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash nerdparents. And, of course, Twitter. We're everywhere. Uh, both Eric and myself are on Twitter as well. I'm Nicole Spag, and Eric is Eric Mahler. And also, Eric, you you don't have an episode today, but you you do a, a daily, like, five-minute podcast called Mr. Mom Daily. Yes, I do, Mr. Mom Daily. It's about five minutes every weekday, except for today, because <laughs> I didn't sleep much last night, and uh, I decided to catch up on some sleep. But yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's my little hobby. It's all about me being a stay-at-home dad and... Dealing with these little fussy boys. Yeah. And of course, uh, a big thanks to all the uh, the two people that have supported us so far, <laughs> Kenneth and uh, Keith, who are now Nerd Parent supporters. And if you want to support the show, keep it going um, and do all that fun stuff, you can head over to nerdparents.com. And in the top right-hand corner, there's a way to support the show. Uh, and of course, it's not it's optional. So if, if you want to. We love you. Uh, If you don't, we still love you. (laughs) And uh, stay tuned to the end of this episode for a awesome gaming segment by Dan and his lovely daughter, Lauren. I love those. So very thankful. Those are always so great. 
and I, we have a contest we're working up, Dan and I, um, for for some free games. So cool. stay tuned to the website for that announcement. So I'll be putting that hopefully up later on this week. So thanks so much for hanging out with us, chat room. Thanks so much for hanging out. Thank and you, chat room. Talk to you soon. Bye. Stay strong. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> Hello, fellow nerd parents. This is Dan. And this is Lauren. And this is another Family Game Night recommendation. Tonight, we're going to talk about one of the two Family Game hits from this month's Gen Con in Indianapolis. It's again by one of our favorite Family Game companies called Haba. I love Haba games, and this week, and this week's game is called Rhino Hero. Recently, we told you about a game which was all about doing the one activity kids like to do. That's throwing cards. Rhino Hero is all about doing another thing that kids love to do. And wh- what is that, Peanut? Stacking cards. Rhino Hero is a game for two to five players and plays in, in anywhere from one minute to ten minutes. It plays real fast because once the card building falls, the game is over. So you can pretty much play this game over and over a bunch of times, and it doesn't take not very long at all. The person who wins is the person after it falls that has the least amount of cards in their hand. To play, each player is dealt five roof cards. On your turn, you will place the bendy wall cards on the L-shaped places on the previous roof cards. Each card has one or two wall outlines on them, and they are arranged in a variety of ways to enable you to stack the roof tile on top of them. Each of the roof cards will either have a blank corner or some sort of symbol on them, which goes with a special power. You can do this power once you stack the roof card on it. Powers include things like reversing the flow of who goes next, so counterclockwise instead of clockwise. You can also let you put a second roof card down on top of the one you just played. Uh, There's also some that do the skipping the next person, and also... My favorite one, which is the Rhino Hero card. This makes the next person take the little rhino wooden piece and they have to stack it on top of the symbol on the roof card. That's where things get a little tricky because the building starts to get a bit unstable. The other night we got it to about 13 stories high. And my, and my dad's friend, Mr. Todd, got old man shaking hands. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty impressed that it stayed up for that long. I couldn't believe that it didn't fall before then. Rhino Hero sells for about $13. I didn't see it in stock at any Amazon listings, but I think you can get it at the Haba USA site. So pick it up there. And check out all the other great games that Haba USA has to offer. We'll also be talking about another great Haba game next week. I can't wait! We'll see you guys next time. And as always... Play a game with your family tonight. Bye!